Hey everyone, today we have Mark Nine from Swap Feeds and they're currently doing the subscription-based bikes uh, here in the Netherlands but also all over the Europe but it all started here in this country uh, from the University of Delft if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah we started in Delft. And how yeah. did it all start with? Yeah, so we um, we just discussing with the three of us. So we we're doing another project at the university. So we drank a lot of coffee and had pizza nights to finish it off. And then we we're just discussing the bike problem because we thought like, yeah, when you have your own bike and it breaks down, you have to fix it yourself or go to the bicycle repairman, and that's not really a good solution. So why is not maybe there a sort of subscription like Netflix or Spotify in which you can just change it or like a lease car, which is also way better than owning a car. At least uh, that's like you don't have any concerns about the car. So that's why we came up with the Swapfeeds concept and then just talked to a lot of people. But in the beginning, most people didn't like it. I think a lot of ideas it is, so only 20%, but still, you most time have a feeling that there still is something, so. So you received a lot of hate in the beginning. So what kept you going there? Yeah, because like also saw a lot of positive things. So like some people didn't like it, said, nah, I'm never gonna pay you 15 euros a month for it. And others said, yeah, maybe, maybe I will do it. And then you get triggered, like, hey, wait, wait let's try if it really works. <laughs> And you also only know it when they really pay. So a lot of people say, yeah, I'm gonna do it when you start. And then you start and then they don't do it. So like, you really have to start because you really want to know for sure. I think especially with friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely with friends. <laughs> like our friends were one of, that like, took maybe already a couple of thousand bikes before one of our friends took a swap feed. Because <laughs> say, I'm not gonna pay you 15 euros a month, so. <laughs> Fair enough. And was it like difficult to combine with your studies and all that? Uh, yeah, there was was a difficult period because and we wanted to graduate and we had to uh, get swap fees. But still, I believe in some way it was also good because in your study you definitely have sometimes these moments that you get a little bit stuck <laughs> and that you don't know how to finish the assignment. So and then we just worked swap fees all the time and the studies a little bit on the side. So therefore we could go relatively fast through the studies because we just kept on thinking, okay, we need to find a solution, need to find a solution because it was not even time to think too long about certain problems. So. But it was definitely long days. So. Yeah. How did you manage that? Yeah, we, we just managed that very well with the three of us. So we divided all the tasks. So not, for example, one person had to make all the bikes every day. So and we had one phone. So if the customer called when the bike break down, then yeah, you, the phone rang. And then yeah, we also always split the phone throughout the week. And then uh, we had the phone. So you're not always on shift. So also some days you could relax a little bit. <laughs> And uh, how was it in the beginning? Because you didn't have like the perfect product right away, yeah? No, no, definitely not, no. <laughs> so everything broke down. So like in the, just the only promise we made was that the service would be epic. Uh, and that's what we did, so the service was epic. But it was very, how do you say it? The, yeah, business maybe the wrong word, but like, it's changing all the time. Because then, for example, we were having a talk and then I got a call again from a customer who broke down. So then, yeah, no, just okay, sorry, I have to be there in 10 minutes. Jump on my bike to swap his bike. And that was it all the time, so it was very, Times are changing all the time. Yeah, we learned so much because then you have to do your collect your money at the end of the month for the first time. So you had to make a procedure for it, you had to make invoices, and then like everything was new. So you had to learn a lot of skills then, yeah, in the meantime. Yeah, yeah, but it's going very fast when you really need to. So when there's a very strict deadline, like on Monday we need to do all the invoices, then it's definitely fixed on Monday. <laughs> so that's why it works if you have already customers, because then you you really need to fix it because like there's a customer with a bike, kind of pressure, so you yeah. cannot you cannot postpone it. <laughs> and what kept you motivated during the whole, those times? Yeah, just re you really believe there was something. Like the feeling when you get your first product in the market, when like when we delivered the first bike, it was with Richard, we went to the customer. Then in the beginning we had to pay the first month in advance. So now it's a little bit different. But the first customer gave us two euros, Francine. Mm -hmm. And she gave us two euros. And that was so awesome because then we went like, we went out there, we looked at each other like, wow, we just earned two euros. Like it's so strange when you think of a concept and then buy the bike and then you give it to someone and she pays you. 
And it's like, whoa, whoa, this works. And like that feeling, that's so strange. When you go to those customers, you've never seen them before, and then they just want your product. And that's so cool. So yeah, definitely your customers are like, you, there you get most energy from. Yeah. So it was a lot of growth since then, but uh, what was the biggest like fuck up then? How, what did you learn from it and how did you solve it? Yeah, at least the biggest fuck up when you look at the organization is that we started with HR too late. Mm -hmm. So in the beginning when you're an entrepreneur, you start focusing on the customer and start scaling, scaling, scaling. That's crazy. And then you start too late with HR and all the procedures and all the documentation. And so now we have a big HR department to catch up, but that's already too late. And how did you balance the things in life then, at that time? Did you have to sacrifice some, something? Yeah, yeah, just for me, it's like I have a very straight uh, priority list in what goes first and what goes after it. So, when for example, something's wrong with my family, I always go to my family. Doesn't matter what what, uh, what happens, even not what's happened with the business. And we discuss it with the three of us. So, what's what's uh, how are you in the game? And then still, like some like well, was once I was in the car with Richard, also one of the co-founders, and then someone called him and said, "Yeah, I need some advice because I maybe want to start my own company." And then Richard said, okay, "Why do you want to start your own company?" And then the guy said, "Yeah, and it's just total freedom." And I can decide uh, when I want to work, or when I want to go on holiday, and then it's just it's the only thing which you don't have. So like there, there is no real freedom because you're always like you're always at the end of the line. So if it breaks down, and then the, there's a problem, you need to fix it. No one else will do it, and that's also part of the kick because you are the one who can solve it. But of course, when the organization grows, uh, you get more people, but then also the problems grow. So when I got called for a problem now, it's definitely bigger than it was in the beginning. But of course, sometimes it still happens. So. Yeah, and it's like your baby and it grows. And yeah. The teenage face even more problems. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at some point, you can lose them. As yeah, well. like there will always be problems, but the key is to find the high quality problems. Mm -hmm. So like there are a lot of problems because nothing works because you just started, but the key is to find the problems you want to solve. You don't need to solve them all. Why which are the high quality problems? That's important. And was there like a favorite quote of yours that you always kept in mind? Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe not a quote, but yeah, sometimes we use say, okay. from sort of like go big or go home, but that's just for fun. And uh, but the most important thing in our company is to keep it simple, and then we mean with everything. So everybody in a certain presentation with the bikes, also with the service, but also internally, every procedure needs to be extremely simple, because otherwise we cannot scale that fast. And but simple to internally, but also to our customer. Very simple subscription. We don't have any strange voucher codes, etc. It's just all very plain simple. Yeah, and it works. Yeah. Yeah, and it works, yeah. yeah. And what would you like advice to the people who w would like to start their own business? Maybe they're starting at the moment or they're finished the study, but they, yeah. they want to do something, but... Yeah, yeah so yeah, really just start. Because most people have a very good idea and maybe are a little bit insecure about what they can lose or will it work, maybe I feel. But like you, definitely when you're a student, you have nothing to lose. So why, why don't you, yeah, you can just start. Because like, yeah, it's nothing, really not nothing to lose. Maybe you lose a couple of thousand euros. That's what we had in the beginning. You had to buy the bikes, and definitely that hurts if it happens. But that's also that's why your commitment is in there because everything happens in the bikes, so you need to fix it. So the yeah, you really just need to start, and then you will get the confidence when you speak to the customers. But really get some customers because they are most valuable. Yeah, that's something also less with us. That's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks a lot. As I said, it's a pretty quick one. So thanks nice. a lot for you. Thank you, Frederick, and thank you, the viewer, for watching this episode. Don't forget to check out the other videos on the channel, as well as Instagram page and the LinkedIn. Yeah, we'll see you later, and stay safe, then we out.